0: This is the Truth Network. Bible wonders of Habakkuk. So to quote Bruce Almighty, <laughs> when it comes to this particular verse today in Habakkuk, the ninth verse, which would always be the letter Tet in Hebrew, it's good. And that's that's what we're talking about today, is the goodness of God and So we'll just go ahead and read this verse in English. Uh, Verse 9 of Habakkuk chapter 3, Thy bow was made quite naked, according to the oaths of the tribes. Even thy word, Selah, thou didst cleave the earth with rivers. So, wow, I mean, this is so good. And the more I opened up my mind to what God was showing me here, I I mean, I can see why uh, why Habakkuk said Selah, which is almost this extent of like, this, this is a miracle above my comprehension. It just is. <laughs> and so as we talked about on the last episode of last week, actually, um, how the Red Sea, you know, God had parted the Red Sea, and he was angry with, the, with Jesus. Unfortunately, you know, he had to take our sin, and he was up there, and God poured out his wrath on God, and thus we had the Red Sea. Well, he continues on with that thought, and wants to talk about even more of how God's promises are so miraculously, and his faithfulness to those promises are so miraculous. And I actually had a Sunday school teacher uh, quote this, and I, and I thought about it all weekend. He said that, you know, no matter where you cut the Bible, it bleeds. <laughs> and the idea about Jesus is blood. And certainly when it comes to the Red Sea, it bleeds. And as well as this verse, you get the naked truth. The naked truth that as a bow and see that bow, the original bow that we would see in the Bible would be the rainbow, but it shows a strength and it means a bow like you would draw back a bow and it takes a really strong arm to draw back a bow. But when it comes to God's bow, oh my goodness. And would it be nothing but the plain, plain truth? Actually, when it says quite naked, he's, it's almost saying naked in two different ways. And so it couldn't be more clear how God is going to keep his promises, his oaths or his covenants with the tribes right and these tribes being obviously the 12 tribes of Israel and 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 you know the promises that he made in so many different ways through you know Abraham and Isaac and Jacob just a beautiful thing and even thy word and it's beautiful what rashi teaches on that word where he says word here is that this is an eternal covenant and it completely is an eternal government. In other words, he said it, and you can just count on it. And his strength is being made so clear that it's just absolutely beyond anything that I can grasp. So where you go with that is just Selah. And Selah is a uh, psalmic, that letter that is the circle that we've talked about many times, that, that letter that is a force that we really have no understanding of, the, the, the strength of it, because it's the gravity, literally, uh, of the earth evolving, revolving around the sun or, you know, all these different things that are attached to the psamic and then a lammet. So the aspiration of the lamet is really, excuse me, that, the aspiration of the lammet for the psamic is really above anything that I can understand. And that last letter in the word selah is a hey, meaning all that expressed? Well, try to express that, right? I mean, I can't express it. All the power that is God's, I mean, this is this is like Selah, it's above my pay grade. And so then it finishes the verse, with thou didst cleave the earth with rivers. And, and this idea of a covenant and this idea of rivers is a beautiful, beautiful word in Hebrew. It starts with the letter nun, right? And, and, and the idea of these paths of faithfulness, because the letter nun means faith. And and so as the whole book of uh, Habakkuk seems to be teaching that the 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 righteous will live by faith, that God would cleave not just one sea, i.e., the Red Sea, but He also cleaved the Jordan River so that the people could make it then into the Promised Land. In, In other words, God will do this as much as He needs to do it in order to get His people where He's promised to get them, and and just as it said at the end of the previous verse, that he rides on the chariot of salvation. So, you know, I, I think about it in my own life, like how miraculous, how miraculous and how good. Because again, the whole idea is the letter Tet. And that letter Tet is found in this verse in the middle of the word tribes, okay? <laughs> because the goodness, right, is in the idea of of a pregnant or, or potential because every single Person has the potential to make more people, and every one of those people has more potential to um, bring God more to light than ever before. And so, the potential of the tribes is just spectacular. And because of God's promises and his redemption, specifically as he's talking about it, with this particular bow of what happened in the Red Sea, what happened in the Jordan, uh, which would lead to Christ himself. You know, this, the, the potential of all that through tribes is just absolutely unbelievable. And when you think of the goodness of God and the idea of, like, oh, my goodness, he rode on that chariot to, to create a, a miracle that I would have some potential in spite of how dark I had gotten myself into the Church of Scientology, right? For those of you who know my story, that I was in the Sea Organization of the Church of Scientology for a period of time, and... You know, working for L. Ron Hubbard and and really thought that, you know, and based on the community that those people had given me and those people loved me and they had in their own way a band of brothers. And I felt very much loved when I was in the church in Scientology, but I only felt loved by the people within the church because being the cult that it was, they tried to isolate you from your family or anybody that might talk you into some sense (laughs) of what was really going on. Because in spite of the fact that here was these people that did love me well. The real trap was that they were trying to teach me that I was God, right? And that I didn't need, right, Jesus, because, hey, I can make myself clear. I can work myself up to what they call OT, operating Thetan. After you get clear in the Church of Scientology, you have all these levels that you can work your way up by paying a lot of money, by the way, to become OT. And so, you know, it was a trap, as was You know, the car business, so many different places that I was trapped You know by just the direction that I had gone. But he parted rivers, he made a path, right? Do you see what he did just in my life? He did it in your life, I assure you, and he will continue to do it as he cuts these paths through what seems like you're backed into a corner, there's no way out, and then all of a sudden, just like the Red Sea or just like the Jordan River, you know, all of a sudden God comes and he cuts this way of faith, right? He will make known to us the path of life. In his presence is fullness of joy. At his right hand are pleasures forevermore. It's the end of the 16th psalm. And let me tell you that nothing could be more real than that. And it is a result of the strength of the naked strength of that bow of his (laughs) and the goodness of this verse just overwhelms me as I continue to just be blown away by Habakkuk follows the Hebrew alphabet to show us once more the goodness of the letter text once more to quote Bruce Almighty it's good